Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. 
change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We're moving and grooving. We're getting closer and closer to the next season of The Bachelor. Rumors are swirling around Peter's time, but there's also some hot topics in Bachelor Nation. But before we get there, Ashley and I are back in studio together. And Ashley, let me tell you, it's good to be back. It is good to be back. It feels like it's actually been forever since mm-hmm. we've been in a studio together. I guess it's been since the iHeart Festival. Yeah, it has. Um, how was your trip to Honduras? Yeah, so one of the reasons that we were gone, that we were apart was because I was in Honduras and then you had done some traveling with Jared kind of post-wedding. And so there has been a lot going on. Uh, I got back last week from Honduras and it was awesome. Um, It was a really incredible trip. Uh, The first week that I was down there, I led a trip of 30 people with Humanity Hope United and Jessica, my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. and her mom were able to come. And that was her mom's first trip, Jessica's second, and my parents were there as well. And so uh, we went down there and I promised the group that I'd give a shout out in the Almost Famous podcast because I bet, I'm not kidding this, uh, 80% of the people that went on that trip are Almost Famous fans. I know, Shelly. Do you yeah, know Shelly? Yeah. So one of, our, one of our mutual friends that used to work on the show, one of her coworkers uh, was down there with us named Shelly. And then um, there's just, I mean, literally everybody there was an Almost Famous fan and everybody was super cool about it. They would randomly kind of come up and be like, hey, I'm a fan. Is that weird? I'd be like, that's amazing. Yeah, of course and they would not. say they heard through about Humanity and Hope United through the podcast, uh, which kind of reinforced like that this is a good thing too because yeah. it's bringing people to a whole new area of the world. Uh, and then I stayed down there for a week, went to Roatan, Honduras, which is one of the craziest places. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's it's a Caribbean island right off the coast. It's kind of untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents and I went and did that. And then I came back and we had a board trip. Um, so I was down there for almost a whole month. What? Ashley, I've got to tell you this. And this is going to sound like an ad and it's not. Okay. What? Did you know? Okay. This could be me being crazy. Okay. But I need to, to talk to our listeners and you about some something adulting. I really have worked hard to be a decent adult. Like at a young age, I was trying to prep myself to be a decent adult. Mm -hmm. I found out something recently on my trip to Honduras that's really crazy. First off, so I bring, and and Easton will love this, I bring my Capital One Venture card with me to Honduras. (laughs) It does sound like an ad. It does. (laughs) You can pay, you know, you can pay for things when you're in Honduras. It's easier, you know, it does all that stuff for you. But when I get down, I come back home, right? And I'm getting ready to travel again. I'm actually, we're in LA right now. And I find out that, the points, this is, this really does sound like an ad, <laughs> but it's not. The points that you can use on a credit card, it's an incredible process. Like, I don't know if, if you've had this experience yet, and if you haven't, I recommend you do it. But all of a sudden, for you, Easton's holding up his Capital One card now. All of a sudden, a, I got you, a Capital One too. You hold, like, all of a sudden, you get onto your, like, app and you swipe. And then all of these, like, new gifts come to you for years and years of purchasing things, and you had no idea they were there. I didn't have any idea they were there. I had to have a friend walk through this with me on the plane. But if you haven't had this yet, go well, find out how crap. you can redeem your You're points. You're going to have to show me on the I'm app. I'm not kidding. Because I have the app. <laughs> it really this does sound like an ad. not an ad, <laughs> once again. It's the most organic ad ever if, we, if it was. Uh, okay, I will watch out for that. I do have these special Amazon points that I get from my American okay. Express card. So that means like every month my Amazon account gets like $100 filled in. Yeah. So every basically I never pay for anything on Amazon because I always use my $100. So it's like I spend $100 a month on Amazon. This Boom. is one of the like, is it with me, Ashley? 
or uh, <laughs> listeners, go and redeem your credit card points. But this is like one of the coolest things about being an adult. Like when you get on there and you have $100 free for Amazon, yeah. when I get on there and all of a sudden I have like free hotel stays because of my time, it like brings a lot of joy. Yeah. It, it's a wild thing. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, just, I had to share it because I learned this on my trips from Honduras coming home. And I was sitting there and I was like, I bet our Almost Famous fans would relate with this. And I thought we could talk it out as adults to say, is this, does this bring you as much joy as it brings me? Yeah. You know, you speaking about adulthood and like the greatest parts of adulthood, I could like get really deep right now for a minute if you want to talk about like being an adult and like whether it's more fun being a kid or whether it's more fun being adult and the nostalgia of it all. Nostalgia is like a really big part of my life. Like I love nostalgia so much and things that, you know, just um, like zoom it to my face. Does that mean? Does that make any sense? You guys, when I get over flooded with nostalgia, I love it. Yeah. But also sometimes you're like, do I want to go back to that? Mm. Or do I look so fondly back at it because like I went through it and it was great. But if I was experiencing it now, it wouldn't be as great. I'm saying this because I went to Jonas Brother concerts this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> when you're there, you get like, wait, I get waved with nostalgia and um, just memories, these amazing memories that I had. And a lot of the times, like we'd be thinking like, oh, this isn't going well. Or like this, like this guy doesn't like me, you know, back in like when I was 19 or 20. But there's something fun about like the beautiful pain does that sound weird? The beautiful pain of what? You have to clarify of like, here. Of, well, I'm talking about like heartbreak right now specifically or like trying. Not for you. Is it for you? Heartbreak? Yeah. Like just in general, do you feel like fun? <sighs> There's a line in a Jonas song and it really just says it better than I could say it. It's um, the days that we thought were the worst and seem to glow now. The days that were the worst seem to glow now. You ever look back on like your early adolescence, your 20s, your early 20s, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, I thought that was a really shitty day, but now when I look back on it, it was like kind of great. I really do. Okay, you get it? Yeah. Am I like, I, this is very weird, like, so here's, phenomenon. To here's describe. my theory. And so each one of these, like, things, like, through life. So um, let's pause here for a second, <laughs> take a break. Okay. Um, we'll come back. I want to continue this conversation, but after the break, uh, Ashley and I are going to break down some things about adulting and then later on the podcast we're going to have some amazing topics to talk about we have hot news with John Paul Jones moving to LA <laughs> we have Taylor Nolan single again Vanessa Grimaldi is just saying that Nick Vile was not supposed to propose and Colton <laughs> and Rachel Drama and much much more um, let's take a break come back exactly. and Ashley and I will talk about adulting sweet for everyone listening this is what I like about native products specifically native deodorant It is formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. It's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. And here's the thing. Ashley, you and I can get behind this. Absolutely no animal testing. I'm very behind it. And as you guys know, I'm very particular as to what I put on my skin. The number one thing I like to avoid is harsh chemicals. And making the switch to a natural deodorant does not mean having to sacrifice on odor and wetness protection. We tried it, and we know these products work. And with 8,000 five-star reviews, that's another good sign. It, It feels like a trend these days, Ashley. Jessica has gotten really big into, like these like really focusing on what she's putting on her skin yeah i'm starting to get a little bit more crunchy hippy dippy yeah it, it's happening and, yeah. and so i think it's important that we continue to talk about these products native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women plus they have new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year personally 
I love the coconut and vanilla scent. I do too. Ooh. Coconut is mm. the best. Really, really feels nice on the skin too. <laughs> they also offer an unscented formula and baking soda free formula for those with sensitivities. Okay, that's awesome. But you know what I love the most about all this is that it's a no risk to try. That means that Native offers free returns and exchanges in the USA and free shipping. I'm telling you right now, Native is worth the try. So here's the thing. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code FAMOUS during checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code FAMOUS during checkout. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers pots and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios walkways and gardens with the home depot's mother's day savings event happening now get vigoro potting soil just $8.97 for strong healthy vibrant plants indoors and outside start your mother's day shopping and saving today by checking out the home depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Before the break, we were talking uh, about adulting. We talked from everything about redeeming your credit card <laughs> points to um, Ashley, kind nostalgia. of the nostalgia of looking back on past memories. And we want to hear from you listeners. Uh, email us at beninashleyiheartmedia.com or uh, tweet us and hashtag the Almost Famous Podcast. Uh, nostalgia is definitely a real thing. It's happening more and more in my life uh, over the last year. I turned 30 and I turned 30 thinking it was going to feel super old. It doesn't. It feels actually really great. But it's a it's forcing me to reflect on where my life's at, where my family and friends are at, and then all the memories that I've made to this point. And here's my quick theory, and there's a lot to this. We look back on good and bad times with um, with almost a smile on our face. Some of them is super traumatizing, and I know we don't, but you can heal from those things. But they've made you the person they are today, and I think for the people getting into their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, when you're in a healthy place... You're really proud of the person that you are today because mm-hmm. you've been through some stuff. And I think looking back on that stuff and seeing how you became victorious through it and not the victim through it actually brings a, a authentic joy mm-hmm. to yourself. Yeah, like there are days back in like grad school or before then. And I think when I was experiencing them, I was like, well, this is just a day. It's actually probably not the greatest day. But now I'll look back on those days and I'll be like, no, that time was so great. That time was so much fun. It's just weird. And you you think back, you're like, would I want to go back there? If you're looking if you're looking at that memory so fondly, would you want to go back and like re- be in that spot right now? Mm. And no. But I do just like love deep diving into memories. Yeah. It's what pictures Easton's, came from. Easton's totally nodding along here. I kind of want to know. Why Easton, do you, you think thinking? we get family videos and pictures are so popular? Check this out. Um, I dig into memories I didn't even have originally. <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do is watch uh, videos of commercials from the 50s. And say, like, I know them better than I know commercials from now. And like, I did not grow up with those commercials. I just like, th- they, they have this like energy in them just because they're from the past. And, uh, and like, my dad showed them to me when I was a kid. So there's a, there's, there is a connection there. But like, uh, I don't know, it's, it, it's so much fun to go back and, and re-explore these things with a new lens, I think. Anyway, you, you're right here. So let's get personal for one second for okay. me. And then we're, let's move on to the hottest topics in Bachelor Nation right okay. now. But I, I want to take this time. I always love the off season because we are able to actually talk about ourselves for a little bit and mm-hmm. try to relate with the listeners and have them respond to us. So please write in, message us. We want to hear from you. You know, one thing that's been really sad for me, and I want to know if I'm alone in this, is I've gotten older and had more and more years of life, still young, year out of my 20s. I've become more and more numb 
to new experiences. Yes, yeah, because I'm there's not less as of interested. A, exactly. Well, yeah. and also like for you, your first Jonas Brothers concert <laughs> is something you remember, and you cried, and you whatever you did during that, it was it was a moment that overtook you to where you couldn't just be your normal self. Like it yeah. over took you I don't have those experiences very often anymore there's very few experiences that I have that that cause me to radically react and be something like to celebrate like without control or to laugh and to sing without control or to be sad Mm -hmm. without control as I've gotten older I've gotten more and more kind of moderate cognizant too when you're experiencing something like you're a little bit more in your head Mm -hmm. is that yeah Yeah. and you can predict what's going to happen and you so Anyways, I think as we've gotten older, Ashley, for me, it's been happening more and more. I was even in Honduras, and Honduras was the place that broke my heart and changed my world forever. Mm-hmm. It's caused me to to totally redefine what I want to be and who I want to be and who who I want to be to others. And on this trip, it, I was telling my buddies, I actually started bawling in a hotel room um, with a bunch of grown men because I said, for the first time on a trip, and I've gone down for 15 years... I'm numb to some of these stories. Like I met with a young woman whose house fell on in on her kids and whose father died the week after he built them a new house that was made of mud and he was so proud of it. And her husband left her and ran back and, and disappeared and k- took her son to the States and she's 22 years old. And I'm sitting there hearing the story and I was almost numb to it because I've heard so many stories similar to that and it hurts me. I don't want to become numb to those stories and so i'm working on that now but yeah as we've gotten older i've gotten more and more numb to those new emotions and i got one more thing to say before you yeah. move on this is like a little bit of a transition from all those horrible horrible that was my word for horrific and horrible that's i think it's fantastic <laughs> um stories is that do you feel like that since you're in a relationship now that you like seek comforts so I think like everybody like gains like relationship weight and then like maybe they're like a little bit more little little less um, outgoing because like you just kind of want to like be together and be cozy. And, yeah. So you just do like do less and you just like kind of crave being cozy. Yeah. The contentment piece of it's nice right now because I know one day that won't always be the case. Why do you think that? What do you mean? It won't always be the case. Kids shake life like up a bit. Shake, yeah. Um, parents aging shakes life oh, up a bit Jared, that's my jared and my like biggest everyday fear yeah so like that stuff shakes life up a bit where you and it's uncontrollable and so the little things the little things that are hurting you today i think will build a resilience and a character inside of you now to help you face those things later they will never be easy but i think you'll have the tools and the skills it's it's, it's actually a beautiful thing how life brings you these these pains some big some small along the way of life to help build up to where you are now or, and to help build up to the things that are going to be ultra traumatic later. Mm-hmm. But that, on that note, um, <laughs> let's here's, go to traumas in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> yeah, here's what we want to talk. I, I want to hear from you all. Ashley wants to hear from you all. Please email us. Please message us. As you get older and as new experiences come in, have your feelings towards them changed? And what do you think of when you look back on these memories and nostalgia sets in? Speaking of nostalgia, hey, uh, let's make a new memory together, Ashley. We're going to be in San Francisco January 11th for The Bachelor. God, he's so good, guys. <laughs> that was uh, that was something else, huh? Um, <laughs> all right, so we're doing the Almost Live Tour. Ashley and I are heading to San Francisco with special guest Derek Paith is what he told us how to say his name, right? Yep. It's Derek Paith now, not Peth. Um it's going to be an amazing evening. It's going to be a blast. We're going to get weird. We're going to talk about some wild stuff. 
Uh, we're going to have a ton of time with you all. We want to meet you all. We want to thank you all for the time that you spent listening to the Almost Famous podcast. So we're flying all the way. I mean, that's a big trip for us uh, to San Francisco to spend the evening with you. We'll have a blast. VIP packages available. Ticketmaster.com for tickets. We'll see you January 11th in San Francisco. Ashley, the hottest news right now in Bachelor Nation is before us. Uh, but before we get there, let's take a quick break. We'll get back to you with some crazy stuff. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers pots and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios walkways and gardens with the home depot's mother's day savings event happening now get vigoro potting soil just $8.97 for strong healthy vibrant plants indoors and outside start your mother's day shopping and saving today by checking out the home depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. 
So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. So Colton and Rachel Lindsay. It feels to me like a setup, but Ashley, for our listeners that don't quite know, there is a massive feud going on. It feels like it's bubbled up for a long time between Colton and Rachel Lindsay. And then I want to share my theory on why this is happening. Okay, so quick synopsis. A couple weeks ago on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live, Rachel went on and she said that there was a rift between she and Raven that could never be mended. And then Colton saw this news post on like Us Weekly or E or something like that on Instagram. And he wrote underneath it in the comment section, does Rachel like anyone? He also went further and said, um, one time Rachel spoke poorly of me to Cassie. Uh, and that was one of, that was so that's his reasoning for not liking her. And then Rachel got on Twitter and said that she'd be happy to have Colton on her podcast to address these of issues. Of course she would. So would we. <laughs> I know. I know. So let's see. Like, I do think that Colton's going to go on her podcast. I don't understand. And then he responded. This is really juicy. He responded by saying, I'll come on your podcast if it's completely not produced and edited. Well, two thoughts here. I say they should do it live. <laughs> so we have proof that it's not edited. Um, Rachel better be very thankful for Colton right now because that podcast will be really highly listened yes, to. Yes, and if the, if one of them doesn't want to do it on that podcast, we're always here for them. We're really good at moderating. <laughs> yeah, we really enjoy sitting in those moments. Um, my second thought is maybe it's the critic in me. I don't know really what side to fall on. I don't fully understand the whole scenario. I know there've been back and forth and I know there's arguments. And I know there's, he said, she said here, I have a theory and I tweeted it that Colton Underwood will be the host with Rachel Lindsay very soon because they've had feuds in the past. They have been legitimately upset with each other. They're not faking it, well, but is they, this the first time Colton showed irritation towards Rachel publicly. I can't say that for certain. I don't I don't know. I didn't even know this was happening until one night we we have that text thread <laughs> yeah. that like updates us on stuff happening in Bachelor Nation. I see it. I said, I don't know what's going on here, but it's something and it's something pretty big. It's two leads going at each other. But Ashley, I would put money that this could be <laughs> that's a terrible bet, could be a setup. For Colton to co-host this podcast from the in the future with Rachel, and this is a way to get some traction around it. So Ali Fedotowski is no longer co-hosting that podcast with Rachel. Is that official? Yes. Okay. I didn't know. I haven't I, seen. I do believe that it was announced that she's no longer going to be there because she has a lot of other things going on. She's a busy person. She's on Home and Family Network and all that stuff. Yeah. Mom. So um, I'm just wondering, are we allowed to say who runs that podcast? Well, it's definitely, it's a Warner Brother podcast. It's a Warner Brother podcast, you guys. It's um, completely run by basically the Bachelor producers themselves. And and again, this is coming from a place of, I have no clue. This is my theory that this would be a, I think they've, I don't think Colton and Rachel have gotten along very well. I think this is real, but I also think there is a bigger story maybe being played out here 
that Rachel and Colton might not even realize they're participating in. So okay. why, so how beautiful is this, right? Yeah. That podcast, the people looking over are going, okay, they're obviously combative. They're they're both leads. We're going to get them on this in the same room. And you and I both know this. It's a lot easier to forgive somebody once you're in the same room as them than it is through social media. So then they're, the the hope is that they're probably going to forgive each other. They're going to work out their, in, their differences. And I bet there's this hope maybe that it works out so well. They said, well, how about you guys just host this together from here on? Out? But this hope didn't come about until they started seeing this interaction. 100%. Right? Okay. That's what I'm, that's my theory. Okay. I have no, nothing to back this with. Okay. This is Ben's theory, guys. Um, my theory is that it's going to be hard to get Colton to go on that podcast because what's his incentive? Good point. Um, why, yeah, because why would like, he? it's not like they're going to pay him. No, why, why, why would he do this, Ashley? Let's talk through that. I don't think that there's it makes any sense too, unless he really wants to air, like unless he has specific reasoning and a real story that he can kind of back up with multiple people, like Cassie, who are willing to come on and like say this is what Rachel said and this is why he was so hurt by her. I feel like it's gonna have to have a moderator because. If not, it's just going to be a back and forth on you said this, you said yeah. this, I thought you said this, I've heard you said this. They need to have a moderator there. This isn't our podcast to produce those, so they do what they, what they want. We'll talk about it, though, so you can listen to us afterwards. Um, <laughs> Rachel definitely has good debating skills. She can confront someone. She's, She's a lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> yep, she is. Uh, I don't see why Colton would do it. doesn't make any sense to me why he would. But it's all circular. Uh, this kind of popped up, first off. Andy Cohen continues just to be a legend. I don't know how that guy continues to get this stuff out, but every <laughs> time his name's attached to something, and it has been for years. So good on you, Andy. Uh, the Raven Rachel feud. Do we have any idea of where this comes from? Wait, isn't this bizarre that it's now become the Rachel and Colton feud, and that Raven hasn't made an appearance in this fight at all? Smart on Raven. She's been a passive object. I mean, I would like to say we should have her on. But I'm almost 100% sure she won't reveal what went on. No, I mean, she's in a, she's, she's moving on. Um, she hasn't commented either way. We don't really know what happened, right? We have no idea where this feud comes from. Mm -mm. We just know that they don't get along anymore. Yeah. And so Raven is just kind of letting this play out. Why, why, why would Raven come on and talk about something to bring back up an air dirty laundry that now has been passed on to Colton it's a wild scenario. She I'm, got out of it. You know? She got out of it. We should be watching it. We'll continue talking about it. What we know now, though, is that Colton has said he is going to come on the podcast within the next two weeks. Oh, really? I just got a message. Oh, damn. So, next topic. Tyler Cameron talks about dating Hannah Brown again after splitting from Gigi. What do we mean talks about dating her again? Like there's a possibility he'd go out with her again? Yeah, he's, he's reminiscing on what they did have. See? So he's nostalgia. talking about the, nostalgia. <laughs> Tyler's got some nostalgia. Um, obviously getting the questions of would you ever again? Those yeah. kind of things. Well, I don't think Hannah would entertain it. Well, I mean, Hannah's Hannah's blowing up right now. Yeah. she's She is riding this Dance she, with the Stars wave. What is she placed right now? What, what week are we in? Like how are we eliminated at least half? Oh, she's she's pretty far along. Can we get a can we get an update from the room on where Hannah Brown is at in Dance with the Stars? So she is she's at the peak. I mean, she's a fan favorite. She's received the most points multiple weeks now. Her dancing skills are incredible. Now, when it comes to Tyler, 
he's obviously going to get questions about Hannah. Mm -hmm. Like that just is going to happen. He's going to get questions about Gigi for the rest of his life and Hannah for the rest (laughs) of his life. That poor guy will never get rid of it. But my main question for him that I would want to ask is, does he regret not pursuing things further with Hannah now and moving on to Gigi? Because if you remember right, that week was a a big week for him. And I really think he thought he could teeter-totter between them. I don't think he would have gone out with Hannah if he knew Mm. he was already talking to Gigi and wanted to fully pursue that. I think he He thought that he was going to be able to date around. It's like, no, now that you're a public figure and especially involved with two other public figures, you can't do that. It's in in the bachelor world it's not easy to to date uh, because it is a hot topic you've gone on a show that's celebrated and loved over dating so people yeah. have a vetted interest a vested interest in who you're dating and why you're dating them so for tyler i think that's just one of those like not mistakes who knows how he looks at it it's one of those decisions he made back in the day not knowing the repercussions of that everybody would know who he's dating yeah very soon um so we, we have word, Hannah is in the top eight of Dance with the Stars, which is a huge accomplishment. I, th- I mean, I think Bachelor people typically make it to like top six. So she has a few more weeks left to really kind of push the envelope. I have a feeling that Hannah will be uh, the the first Bachelor contestant to, well, we actually have had one Yeah, Melissa it. Rycroft. Yeah, Rycroft. I bet, she, I bet Hannah has a shout out winning this year. I bet you she's top three at yeah. least. Um. Let's go back to what Tyler said about the future between he and Hannah. He has definitely got a great PR person, but I will say, even when he was on our podcast, he's able to speak um, very, he's, he words his stuff very well. <laughs> his quote is, we're friends and I think she's an incredible girl and I have so much love for her and I want her to be successful and have the best. I don't know about the future. I'm just trying to worry about today and tomorrow. You know? <laughs> he gives us nothing. Yeah. He gives us nothing. He gives us nothing. Smart. You, I mean, good for him. I, I mean, I, I think I think that Tyler is going to get a lot of attention over him here in the next few weeks, months, as he does continue to date. And Tyler has, you know, blown up because of his relationship with Gigi and Hannah afterwards. It will be interesting to see how he navigates it. But I, I mean, from his time here on the podcast, and actually, I know you feel the same way. We're hoping that Tyler does really well in everything he wants after this. But we would love to have some clarity on. Uh, <laughs> we would love to on this podcast have some clarity on who he's dating and why he's dating him. But I don't know if we're going to get it. We, but speaking of dating, yeah, Mike Johnson, who came on the In Depth podcast a few weeks ago and started talking about Demi Lovato, it has came out now that him and Demi are no longer dating. Mike has gotten a lot of attention recently. Uh, for his time on uh, Sarah Strahan and Kiki, uh, because he asked Kiki out. Here's my question to you to start this thing. Um, a lot of opinions being thrown around is: was it inappropriate for Mike to ask Kiki out in her within her workplace? So Mike is saying that he um, didn't mean this is all misconstrued, and that he wasn't meaning to give wasn't asking her out he was giving her a hypothetical so i have to be honest i haven't watched the interview but apparently he says something along the lines of kiki if i were to ask you out 
would you and like then he was going to create a situation but then i think michael got really excited and sarah they just start bipping and, yeah. and gossiping and all of a sudden it turns into wait a second you're about to you're about to ask out kiki on tv okay and it was all misconstrued so it got way oh, oh, it got out of hand really quick yeah and there was no like controlling it or navigating it at that point it was just a whole new ball game and everybody was in a whole new world and mike was saying hey i was just throwing a hypothetical you know Here's the other thing is Mike is not a professional interviewer. Oh, so I was just going to say what I found very interesting reading up on this drama was that somebody who is in PR says that you should never in a live TV interview give a hypothetical situation because mm. people can cut you off and they can so off. Can and turn like, this. Yeah. 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 I mean, you start responding. You're getting comfortable in these interviews. You say something that you think is going to come off as funny and all of a sudden it's not and then there's no like pulling it back and so i get that those things happen i can't even call it necessarily a mistake unless he and this is where the only time i'd say it would be a mistake is if he didn't mean it at all like if he wasn't at all interested in even thinking about asking kiki out then it's not a fair question but if he was a little bit mm -hmm. then hey like you did it it maybe came off weird it shouldn't have been said the way it was you the whole thing was put in a weird situation we all mess up move on but I haven't heard to this point if he if he wanted to go on a date with Kiki or not. But the thing is, is this whole leads up to this point with Mike is on our podcast. He talked pretty openly about his relationship with Demi Lovato. And now he, Demi Lovato and Mike are no longer dating. And there was a, articles that come out that said, hey, he said these things on Almost Famous podcast. Demi got upset over it. Um, you know, they're not necessarily blaming our podcast, but they're saying it was said on there. I wonder, Ashley, do you feel like this podcast broke Demi and Mike up? He would have ended up saying it somewhere else. Fair. You I know, think so in too. another interview, he would have been as revealing. And we should also mention it was the whole Good Morning America 3, as they call it, became such a big deal that actually on the following day's episode, Michael and Sarah asked Kiki if she was going to accept Mike's uh, date request. And she had to like be like, no, I'm not. I'm trying not to date people um, so publicly. Yeah. So, I mean, Mike isn't somebody, I think he said on our podcast, that is uh, that holds his words inside of him. He's, he's very vocal. He's an, uh, pr he out processes things uh, through his language and through talking to people. And so I do think he would have said something about his relationship with Demi. He was going to be asked about it all the time somewhere else. And he didn't say anything too crazy. He said, you know, she's a good kisser. And so he admitted that they had kissed at some point. And if she didn't like that, then that was on them and where their relationship stood. And, the, you know, I, I get that that might have hurt her because she felt like he was oversharing. But Demi and Mike are no longer together. And so now we have Tyler who was getting a lot of press because of who he was dating, and Mike, who was getting a lot of press because he of who he was dating, no longer dating these people. And I'm wondering what's next for these guys because there's been a ton of... I mean, I never received this attention after my time on The Bachelorette for dating. Mm -hmm. They have gotten a lot of attention for dating. Is this the new norm for Bachelor contestants, or is this just because of them dating celebrities? I do think that because on The Bachelor, you become a public figure so fast and it's so fun and it's so centered about your love life that you get you feel like it's normal to like discuss it so much. But if you do jump into a relationship with a another high profile person, especially in this case, way higher profile than The Bachelor, 
Um, I think because they slowly become famous and because they keep their personal life for the most part as private as they can, I think that if Bachelor contestants are going to continue to date celebrities, they're going to have to like get more on their level. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Tyler was pretty darn private about the Gigi thing, but yeah, he did. It. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I think it's going to be a whole new thing to navigate. I mean, I, I know Bachelor contestants have dated celebrities in the past, yeah. but there is a respect I think to that that we all have to realize is when you date somebody in the public eye, you have to respect that they're in the public eye. Um, and you have to be cautious of how much you share. Yeah. And I think that's just a good lesson for anybody in the bachelor world to come that when they're coming off the show to know that that is going to be something that happens to everybody. You're going to meet people that you grew up loving. You're going to be, have the opportunity to talk to them, maybe make a romantic connection with them, maybe a friendship connection. And you have to keep, you have to understand that by saying yes to the bachelor bachelorette, you are throwing yourself in a whole new world that could spit you out on the other side with the public eye viewing you um at a close level for every move you make you're becoming you're coming into a microscope and that's where comments like this kind of shake me and i'm moving into a story like what Uh, we're moving into a story now with from vanessa grimaldi who was engaged to nick vial at one point after nick's season and she comes out recently and says she didn't want to get engaged to nick on this bachelor season 21 and i'm saying this because i think this was almost it, it walks right up in the line of an overshare Mostly because it feels like something that didn't need to be said now. Yeah, why is she bringing that up now? And also, then the second question that is, is she saying it because some of the stuff that was written about in the Us uh, Magazine article pretty much says that Nick kind of like sold her on the idea of getting engaged. He said, hey... In the fantasy suite? Yeah, he said something... Yes, he said something along the lines of, it's going to show a legitimacy to our relationship if we get engaged. That the scrutiny from us getting engaged will be a lot less than if we just come out of this boyfriend and girlfriend. And so I think we should get engaged. There's also a comment made in the article that says that Vanessa believes that they would have been broken up a lot quicker if they weren't engaged. Mm -hmm. So with all this being known and all this being said and all this now being out in the open, which I I do feel like I shouldn't even know half this stuff. Was it right? when, When you get on The Bachelor, Ashley, or The Bachelorette, and you're in, in the final few there. Do you think it is right to get engaged if you aren't for certain, similar to how Cassie and Colton walked off the show? Or should you just go off the show boyfriend-girlfriend? I know there's a lot of pressure because if you don't become engaged at the end of it, it just is not as exciting for the audience. Like, just we have a show and at the end of it, somebody becomes boyfriend and girlfriend. If it becomes too much of a trend too much of the norm i can see the show not being as exciting so i understand the reasoning to get engaged from the excitement factor but i think that like if if i were there at the end of the two months together i would probably prefer not to get engaged really that's that's surprising from you ashley that you'd prefer not to get engaged is that a recent i think no i think it's because like jared and i had four years together Mm -hmm. before we got married and I can't imagine getting engaged and then breaking it off. But now I'm talking to you, who, yeah. who's done that. So it, would you want that choice to become boyfriend and girlfriend and not propose? You you wanted to propose. It's, that's a great question. Um, it's interesting. Jessica and I were talking about this this weekend when we were together. We were talking a lot about like kind of you know what the bachelor has brought me and if 
you know, and how it's affected my life with her even and how beautiful of a thing The Bachelor has been for mm-hmm. me because it really has allowed me new opportunities like sitting down and talking to you and um, being able to meet a whole new spectrum of people and making a career out of coffee now <laughs> when that would have never been the case without The Bachelor. Like I believe that and I know that and I don't think Jessica, I don't think I find Jessica and I don't think she responds to my Instagram message unless uh, I she would know going into it that I wasn't going to be a total creepster, you know, like there was, there's a lot that the bachelor has brought me that is been has been good. And so she was asking me and we had a pretty honest conversation about for the really a first time about like, what has this whole thing been? And do I regret any of it? And do I look back on any of it and say, I wish I would have done it different. And, and I don't, I mean, I met some incredible women on my time during the bachelor and now I know Jessica and I know that she is somebody that I love dearly and that is just an incredible partner to me. But I think I, I, rep- I appreciate Jessica now because of my time on The Bachelor and because I truly believe that I was walking off of that show with somebody I was going to spend my life with. And I think seeing just how, honestly, Lauren and I failed and how it didn't navigate in the correct direction and how we didn't communicate well and how hard it was to make a relationship out of, a, out of it, even though I believed it was the right thing, I think now looking at my relationship with Jessica and seeing how good it is helps me now be so confident in what that is. But you just benfied me. You just became a politician on me because how? I asked if you would have rather just left, oh, had the less pressure to just leave no. as bad, uh, as boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, I definitely, no, yeah, I didn't <laughs> mean not to answer that. Okay. Um, because I know that you're thankful for your bachelor process. Yeah. And I am so thankful for my bachelor process, even though I think it worked better for me in like the long run as it worked for you, like everything yeah. happened for a reason. I but- think it is, would have been a lot easier to walk off of it, boyfriend, girlfriend. I think that it you fight more for it you fight more for it i think there is a legitimacy to getting down and saying this whole thing has brought me to you and i'm making that commitment to you because i believe in who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and i want to try to make this work now it doesn't always work and that's okay and i do think that for you seen it for four years now that you've been dating that you were dating jared and you know, I've been in a relationship for 10 months and it feels like it's flown by. Yeah. Like there's a whole new level of respect and value that I put on getting down on one knee. Um, but I don't regret it. But I do think it like when you look at the Colton and Cassie's of the world, I honestly and I don't know if I've ever said this. I'm a little bit envious that they've been able to walk off this show as boyfriend, girlfriend without that pressure on them. Yeah. Like they are able to date and they just met each other on a show. Yeah. And. That isn't a bad thing in, in its sense. It's good for them. But I'm envious that, that w- that's the pressure that they've had to feel because there's a whole new pressure to when you get off the show and people start talking about weddings yeah. like the the month after yeah. the show airs or the day after the show airs. Now it's when's the wedding? How's yeah. the wedding? And it's like I, I, I literally haven't spent a day at the grocery store with this person yet. So for me, when I look at this whole thing, there – there's legitimacy to get down on one knee, but there's also a simplicity and an ease at which just coming off the show boyfriend, girlfriend is. And I, I think, I don't think it's a cop out. I just am envious that it's that easy. And the pressure is that light on the people that do it. Could you imagine though, if Nick on his fourth season, when he finally becomes the bachelor, doesn't get engaged at the end of it, that would be extremely anticlimactic. But here's the other part of this. And I don't, and and I, and I don't know know how it's for the sake of TV. Oh, yeah, I don't know how Nick felt, and I imagine that he really meant it when he did it. But when you get down on one knee, you're making a commitment 
that is a powerful and heavy commitment. You are making something that is greatly going to affect the the human stories of each of you for the rest of your lives. And so at some point, I hope on that last day even, even if you're making a show and you're participating in a show for the three months that the show is filming or whatever it is, that at least in that last moment, you're able to take the show out of it and say, this is for us. And no matter the criticism, no matter the scrutiny, no matter what's happening here, this is about our relationship and how much I mean for you. Mm -hmm. And even if I get criticized for this, this is how I feel and this is what I know is best. And even if they're walking out of this without being engaged, it's the best for both of us. And I think that Nick also definitely thought he was going to end up with Vanessa forever. I think he did. But I also think that that was while in the Bachelor bubble and I'm I just feel like once they got to know each other in real life, it probably wasn't as easy as it was for them on the show in particular. I get that. And I also want to go back to what I said before. I think that while I sit here outside the bachelor bubble, I could be like, oh, I'm really glad that I had four years and I didn't get engaged after two months and blah, blah, blah. But when you're in the bubble, I absolutely would have wanted to get engaged after two months just because it's like so highly romantic. And if it works... How beautiful of a story when yeah. it works. You know, so cool. it's something to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, look at Ari and Lauren. Hey, um, we have two more hot topics to talk about. We have some crazy, crazy stuff, emails to go through. And then Ashley and I are going to give you one last exciting announcement before we end the podcast. But before we do, let's take now one last break and talk about Policy Genius. Halloween is on the way, which means it's time to break out the rubber spiders, fake cobwebs, and jack-o'-lanterns. But if you've got a family, you might be dealing with something a little scarier right now. (laughs) I feel (laughs) you. Shopping for life insurance. If the idea of looking for life insurance intimidates you, try PolicyGenius.com. PolicyGenius is the easy way to shop for life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, the PolicyGenius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. Okay, team, think about this. If you, As we started out this podcast talking about adulting a little bit, now we're talking about it again. You've if you've shopped for life insurance, you you know how difficult it is. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. This October, take the scariness out of buying life insurance with Policy Genius. Go to policygenius.com, get quotes and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. My dad actually just told me, he called me right before this and he said, "I'm getting rid of the insurance company that we've that he's used for 26 years and he goes, "And now you have to pay for your own car insurance." So I am officially, in every single way, cut off now. Good for you. Look at the way he's looking at me. He's like, your dad still pays for your, your <laughs> I didn't want to say it. It's, no, I, Jared's dad, I, I, no, Jared pays for his own car insurance. Jared's still on the, the family plan, of course, the phone plan. So now I'm, and I am still on my family plan. There is something too. sweet, Ashley, about your dad doing that because I know <laughs> seeing me, you know, being around him more and more at your wedding how much he loves your sister and you. And like, I think it's, I would imagine, tell me if I'm wrong, that it's almost like a thank you to him for him to still be doing that because it just shows that he's still like 
a huge part of your life. And he's probably saying now that it's like over and he sees how happy you are. He's like, yeah, Jared, you take care of this. <laughs> Could be. I mean, he paid for the car, you know, way back 2007 is when I got my car and it's still ticking along. Uh-huh. And so the next thing before I know it, I'm going to be paying for a car bill. And car insurance. <laughs> you know, uh, before we get into yeah. two more hot topics in Bachelor Nation, uh, for all of you out there listening, this is one of my favorite podcasts because I do get to catch up with Ashley. I get to hear her heart, hear who she is as a person, get to get to know uh, kind of what's happening in her life. But there's one thing that you might not know about Ashley and I. Out of all of the iHeart podcast hosts, and maybe any host in the country and against popular um Opinion? Opinion. Belief? We do make more than $19,000 doing this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, people are going to be like, oh my God, she is like such a spoiled brat. Yeah. She's no. 31. Her dad pays for she, car insurance. No. Why did I just offer that information? Ashley, up? come on. You, it's it's great and it's good. And you're not the only one out there. I'm sure. There's I'm many not. others. But Ashley and I, pro, I mean, my car is a 2008 and your car is a what? 2007. So we literally together oh, definitely have the, the oldest two cars in prob- LA <laughs> probably in LA I'm not playing oh my gosh I love that you have that too I'm obsessed with my car her name is idol because her original license plate said heart idol for American oh, idol yeah. so her name you know it's it stuck and she's 12 years old now an Acura MDX and I'm so attached to it speaking of nostalgia and Jonas Brother concerts and stuff my best friend Lizzie um, she was like when this car actually dies we're gonna have to strip this the seats because we went to literally like 27 Jonas Brother concerts that car took us to just like up and down the east coast she's like so we have to strip the leather seats and make bracelets and stuff out of it uh, like braid them all up because it's just those seats and I that, that was car going somewhere means, so so different really it means so much to us we need the keepsake I think that would be really sweet. I thought you were going to say you got so excited from going to Jonas Brothers concerts. You peed your pants so many times that those seats would have like, yeah, never mind. No, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't peed my pants in those seats. I definitely have from laughing so hard and probably on those trips. Speaking of nostalgia. Hey, uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Bachelor Alum Vienna from Jake Pavelka's season. They had a a, a really memorable moment on uh, live television with Chris Harrison kind of moderating in it. She comes out uh, this week and shows off the results of her multiple plastic surgeries. And the the quote that's used in Us Magazine is, she says, I'm skinny again. I'm skinny again? Yeah. So, you know, plastic surgery has been something that's obviously been around for a long time. Uh, it isn't talked about publicly too often. I feel like it's getting more and more... Um, easy to talk about it in the public for people who've gone through it i mean it it feels like a topic anyways i don't know how to expand on this mostly to say that vienna has came out publicly um it it has increased her confidence um and now vienna kind of comes out once again who we haven't seen her for a while and it used to be a name that was really popular in bachelor nation we we would talk about her all the time but here in the last few years vienna has not been kind of on our radar so Vienna's actually saying that the miscarriage that she had of twins back in June 2017 was one of the reasons that she went and got the plastic surgery. She's calling it an angel mommy makeover and it's helping her heal. She revealed this to our friend Lauren Zima with ET. Um, she says she thinks about the girls every day that she lost. 
I mean, that is one thing that, you know, Ashley, you and I can't relate with. And it's one of those pains and, and things that, uh, I imagine you'd have to go through to even be able to talk to and, and about, but, Oh, this makes so much sense. So she says that she had a mommy pooch, you know, like her tummy had a mommy pooch. Yeah. And it was a constant reminder of the twins that she lost. She said she gained 25 pounds from that, that she said she gained 25 pounds over a year from being so depressed. And then this was just like a wound on top of it. So every time she looked at herself, she got hurt and got angry. It's, um, it's, I, I really hope that Vienna is healing. I mean, I know we both do and we all do, but I really hope that this transition or this allows her heart to be calmed. And I, I know this has got to be hard for her. And I think through this whole thing is I hoped Vienna knows that she was, she's, she's always been beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and hopefully this new kind of a season or this, you know, with, with some of the, the plastic surgery, now she can not erase the memories. I know she doesn't want to do that. And as I'm reading through the article here, but it will help her heal and move on and know that she did her best to be the best mother possible while she had, um, those girls. Um, another kind of another sad story, Taylor Nolan, um, who was with Derek Paith, uh, after their time on bachelor in paradise is single again after a relationship with the Canada man has ended. She comes out public with us magazine and talks about if she could ever reconcile things with Derek Paith. Now I feel like we need to ask Derek about this on the live show. What do you think? Oh yeah. Totally, but I'm pretty sure I I think that he hasn't spoken to her in a long time. I don't think it ended well. I don't think yeah. it was a beautiful ending to their relationship. And so when we do the live show once again, January 11th in San Francisco, go to Ticketmaster.com for tickets. I think we should dig in a little bit to Derek Paith and what exactly happened in their relationship. Absolutely, and our live audience is going to get it first. They're going to see him squirm in his chair as we ask him the tough questions. Talk about unedited and raw. That's the live show. Yes, yes. And when I stumble over words, I can't look at Easton and be like, cut that out. Cut Cut it out. No, we're just (laughs) going to say it. It's my favorite. (laughs) We have one more hot topic before we go on to emails. We're going to revisit Vanessa Grimaldi for a second. So she's sent engagement ring pictures to her boyfriend. She's basically saying, hey, buddy, Josh Wolf is his name. I am ready to commit. She goes, just FYI, I've been sending Josh pictures of engagement rings. Is that like a no-no? This is something she said on on my husband's podcast with Dean Nungler, the Help I Suck a Data and Podcast. How would you feel if Jessica started sending you engagement rings being like hey bud hint hint uh i think it was if it was talked about before like hey um here's the time period she hasn't by the way yeah um but if it was talked about before hey here's the time period that i'm thinking we should you know that we're both probably thinking about getting engaged i think it would be helpful to know what she wants I think it needs to be conversed about like, I think we need to come to an agreement that it's going to happen. I think if this is like the first sign that, Hey, I want to get engaged and now I'm sending you pictures of wedding rings Mm -hmm. that could come off a little aggressive. Do you like having that engagement talk or do you just want to surprise her with it? I like having the talk. I think at that point you are making a, a mutual commitment to a huge 
I mean, to one of the to the biggest decision in your life. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, it should be talked through. You should know where the other person stands and you should know that they are fully confident in walking into this next season of life with you as well. I want to make sure I'm clear that, you know, their ideas for what's happening next is very similar to mine. Or if not, we can come to some agreement. But is that like a sit down and talk about when are we going to get engaged? Was the timeline Mm -hmm. of our engagement or is that more like, I see like kids and being with you forever. And then her saying, yeah, me too. Could be both. I mean, I think for me, it's interesting because Jessica lives in Nashville. And so there's a whole like moving thing that has to happen. And there's a whole job transition. And there's those things that need to happen. So like there's a lot of logistical planning moving up to that day even. So it, it has to be kind of a holistic conversation of, hey, are you into this? Do you want to have kids together? Do you want to yeah. do this thing together? And then it's also... Are you excited about this? What does your ring look like? Like those things have to happen. But I do like the mystery to the unknowing of when it Me could happen. Me too. That's why Did I don't want to like spoil it. No. Like we only talked about like we're like, well, duh, this is forever. Like everything was always like when we're 50, you know, talking about that stuff and like talking about our kids one day. But we never necessarily said like, so I would like to get actually, well, I did say that we had to get engaged before we moved in together. Yeah, it is a little more traditional, Ashley. And I respect that. And I think it's fair. I think, you know, um, I'm learning now more and more. There are some really beautiful things about having more of a private relationship than one that's in the public eye. And there's some very personal choices that Jessica and I want to make, um, like not living together before we're married. Yeah. Um, because of kind of the moral boundaries we're setting for ourselves in our relationship that are private. Um, and there's a lot more to that that I won't discuss. And that's beautiful to be able to have those and operate those and navigate those, um, without the pressures of the outside world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I think all of this to, to kind of close up the Vanessa idea with sending rings and talking about engagements, I have really enjoyed having these conversations with Jessica without the pressure of the world looking in. Yeah. It's been really nice. Yeah. And it's allowed us to grow as a couple and have really, we just did an interview for uh, Sadie Robertson. And one of the things that we took away with was Jessica and I are really good. I will give us credit for this, for having the tough conversations. That's awesome. I'm really happy for you guys. Are you you and Jared? What? Uh, good at having the tough conversation? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, never, we don't even skirt around it. Yeah. Well, I you're married blurred now. blurred everything out. You called him your husband and it still throws me off. It's, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so weird. So uh, funny. Um, well, hey, uh, one email that I want to read from Jillian. Uh, she is a, a driver. I'm not going to say the name of this um, shared driving experience. But it says this. Whitney and Graham, I was listening to last week's uh, podcast and Whitney talked about having only dated Connor and Nick in Bachelor Nation. But earlier at the beginning of the year, before Paradise, I was driving for this company and actually picked up Whitney and Graham Bunn from the Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad, and Paradise and dropped them off to dinner. Oh. It definitely seemed like a date. They're really friendly towards me. And he mentioned that she gets recognized everywhere they go. So it didn't seem like the first date. Huh. Maybe she forgot about him. <laughs> that, that happens. <laughs> I get it. She yeah. probably doesn't even associate him as a bachelor person because his season was so long ago. 
He lives. Uh, he Graham Bunn, I think, lives in LA. He's he's now a host of a couple radio shows. He's on country music. Yeah, he's not like associated with the show though. No, he's moved on. It's it. Hey, if you forgot about a date or two or five, that you <laughs> took, I get it. But that is something that came up in our emails this week. Keep emailing us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. We love reading your emails and we love answering them when they come in. Speaking of emails coming in and Twitter polls, we've asked. You've delivered. We tallied up the results of our poll. Who do you want to be the next in-depth guest? Because the in-depth podcasts are blowing up. They're so popular. Ashley and I love doing them. They're the best. And the answer is, Ashley... Dean Unglert. So he's coming very soon. Send us your questions for Dean, and we will blast him with them. I mean, we will not let him leave this in-depth podcast without just getting riddled with questions. He's very good at diverting, though. No, no, no. We're going to make sure <laughs> he's on the spot. It's going to be awesome. Dean Unglert was the answer. So we're bringing you Dean Unglert very, very soon. Before we go, you guys, you know, if you live in that San Francisco area, we are expecting to see you on January 11th. Mm-hmm. And where are we going to be? And what time? Give them the deets, Ben. We're going to be in San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts. Saturday, January 11th. That's 2020. How weird is that? That's so weird. 7 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets range from $35 to $99. I really think it's worth the $99. So you guys get to come and meet us with the VIP. <laughs> that's worth a lot more than $99. <laughs> There's a lot of merch that will be at the show. It's going to be a really good time. Visit Ticketmaster.com for more details. Hey, everybody, it's been a great podcast. It's the off-season, so we're kicking it and we're chilling. Here's the final segment of the podcast. It's called Ben Bitches. Yay! Why do you throw these up to me? Like, you throw them at me, and I don't even expect them, and it gets me really excited. I love the surprise. Why do you get on the moving walkways and not move? Oh, my God. I know. It's And, and here's the funny part about this whole thing. And then you have your kids on a leash next to you that take up the whole walkway so you can't pass them i'm telling you airports are a hectic place and they cause me a ton of stress in my life as we talked about before but even if you're at a mall or if you're at an airport or if you're in one of those fancy cities that have the walkways down the street move on the walkways if not stand off to the side with that i've been ben i've been ashley and we'll talk to you next week bye Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. 
in the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.